Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. Wow, man, how good has God been to me? You know, today, let me get right to it because I'm um, kind of feeling this today, and I'm pretty sure that there's quite a few of you who go through the same things. Today, today was just a little tough morning for me because... I didn't want to leave home yesterday. Uh, you know, I wanted to stay home a little. I had just gotten home. You know, I got to go again. And sometimes, you know, just the weight of all that you have to do just gets on you sometimes. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it today. Huh? 
you know, I'm just talking to those who feel this way every now and then. And I'm assuming that would be everybody because I don't know nobody who can just plow through this thing without having those days. Well, what do you do when it gets hard to stay up? What do you do when it gets hard to be positive? What do you do when it seems like things aren't happening for you fast enough or in the time frame that you thought it was going? What do you do? And the reason that I guess I chose to uh, speak about this this morning is because I'm having one of those days because I had one of those days yesterday. It was just a tough day. I really can't explain it. It's nothing really in particular bad happened. It's just I think uh, the weight of of all that's going on uh, started to feel heavy to me. Um. And so what do you do when you when, when you have days like that, when it's hard to be positive, when it's hard to stay up? Okay, here's what I had to start doing this morning. Now, I haven't completed it. Um, can I just be real with you? I haven't completed it, but I am processing it out because I know what to do. You know, been there, done that. I done had that pain before I know what to do. You know, if I sprain my finger, I know what to do now. You know, the first sprain I had, oh, Lord, I thought it was broke. I thought I was going to be handicapped. But now if I sprain my finger, I know what to do. So since I've been in this position in this hole so many times before, and God has always gotten me through it, I decided I've got to start the process today. Here are some things. Uh, Now I'm going to get to the big one last. And one of the things I do is I remember the plan. Sit down and I consciously think about the goals I've set. I go over them. See, I've got mine down on the iPad so I can pull them out anywhere I am and pull them up. And I've got two lists that I've made. I've got a list of things that I know I can accomplish if I just keep working hard. And if some couple of things just fall into place that I can see. Then I got a list of things that I'm planning on accomplishing. And then I have a second list. And the heading of this list is called Only God Can Help Me Now. And on this list is things that I'm aspiring for or things that I'm hoping to, that in order for them to happen, I absolutely have to have God's help. That's my favorite list. It's the list that I have of the things that I don't see. No way it can happen. I'm just operating on faith and the hope that God hear me. And so sometimes, man, when you got when I have this list of what only God can help me now, that list is stuff that I cannot see. I'm just operating on faith that God is so much bigger than me, that he's so much more capable than I am that I can actually acquire some things in my life as he's proven to me time and time again up to this point that he's willing to do for me if I'm willing to just give him some of my life. That's the only way I can explain my existence today. You know, I was uh, I began the conversation with my wife. How do I write a book that becomes so wildly successful that will be God? That's only God. Because if you can plan to sit down and write a wildly successful book, I'd have been and sat down and did it, and so would you. So that would be God. How it got purchased to become a movie, when that was not my intent when I wrote the book at all, again, 
that would be God right there. It has to be, because if, if I can't explain it, and it is by no doing of my own, then who did it? So when I get down in days like this, I remember the goal. I remember the plan. I remember the journey. I think about of all the things God has brought me to. How did I even get to this point? Yeah, I might be having a little bummer of a day. Yeah, I was a little down yesterday. Yeah, my biorhythms is off, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, I'm just having one of those days. I feel a little bit heavy. I need a vacation real bad. I need some time off to just go and regenerate. But right now, man, I ain't got that. So guess what I do? I got to start remembering the plan. I got to start remembering the goals. I got to start thinking about all the things that God has done for me and how he's brought me this far and the blessings that I have instead of what I don't have. And that's what I'm in the process of doing this morning. And on the commercial breaks, I'm going to pull out my iPad and I'm going to go over my two lists and I'm going to read my little list of what I think I can accomplish. And I'm going to really read that only God can help me now list because that's the list that's big. That's the part where I've been telling y'all. I said, quit telling God how big your problems are and start telling your problems how big your God is. See, and that's what I got to sit down and do this morning. And then sometimes, man, you got to stay still. That's the other part. You got to stay still. You got to quit moving for a second. Because sometimes it feel like you're running on a treadmill and you really ain't. You're going somewhere, but it feel like you're running on a treadmill. Well, when, they, when you get that feeling, sometimes you got to stay still. And then when you stay still, sometimes you got to fight to stay positive. Sometimes you got to fight not to let the devil win. You're in a fight. Remember, I told you this now. You're in a fight now. So he's trying to get you to get on that positive train so he can get you off the faith train. So God's delivery package that's coming to you built on your faith that you can, he can shake your faith and get you to thinking negative. And then he wins, see. So when you start feeling negative, just know that that's the other force trying to throw you off track. And when you get through it all that, here's the key, the big one. You want me to tell it to you? You got to pray, man. You got to pray. You got to take it to God. You got to say, hey, God, look, I'm having one of these days. I need your help. I got business to take care of. You got blessings in front of me. You got stuff you done shipped to me. You got blessings and packages that's on the way. I need to be sitting on Faith Street so I can receive the delivery when it get there. What I don't want to do is be it on be on Doubted Way or, 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 or Lack of Understanding Parkway or Pity Parkway or some, some street like that and the package keep going by. I need to be standing and sitting on Faith Street. So when you drop that package down to me, I can go on and get it. You feel me? You got to pray. You got to stay still. You got to fight to stay positive. You got to remember the plan. You got to go over the goals. Come on, man. God done brought you too far. Come on. Pick yourself up today. I'm talking to Steve Harvey this morning. Hope y'all didn't mind. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your clothes shouldn't just reflect your style. They should fit your lifestyle, too. Our friends at Kohl's understand that, which is why they offer an amazing selection of products and national brands that don't make you choose between fashion and function, style and comfort, work and workout. I'm talking all of your favorites like Nike, Under Armour, Adidas, Champion, and more. Designed for the look you want and the life you lead, all at the value you'll love. And now Kohl's has a new exclusive athleisure brand of their own called Flex. FLX. Flex balances smart, relevant style with functional performance and comfort ready for wherever the day takes you. 
And, you know, Kohl's cares about sustainability, which is why the entire Flex collection is made using sustainable methods and materials. So you can flex your style, flex your body, and flex your impact on the world. Very cool. So when you want to look good, but you need it to be easy, effortless, and affordable, Kohl's is the only place to go. Shop in store or online at Kohl's.com. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast. I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. The discussions we've had on this show have made me think about my stand on some issues. These are voices and messages that need to be heard and shared. I've seen firsthand that listening leads to change. AT&T understands this too. For a long time, their customers have been saying it isn't fair for new customers to get better deals than existing customers. Recently, AT&T started listening and they made a big change. Now AT&T is giving all their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. It doesn't matter if they've been with AT&T for a few years or never have before. Everyone pays the same. That's the power of making your voice heard. We all know the typical service experience. This is a pretty big deal for AT&T to start hearing out their customers to learn and change for the better. So listen up and visit att.com slash best deals restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please. This is the Steve Harvey morning show. We are live. We are vivid. We are well. I am the leader of a group of inherently talented people. For various reasons, I must say, ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve Harvey. Ladies and gentlemen, the boy, Junior Boy. Morning, Unc. Morning, everybody. And <laughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Say further again. without further yeah. ado, further ado. <laughs> nephew Tom. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Top of the morning. It's Wednesday, baby. Yeah. Hump day. Mm-hmm. Big day. Big day yeah. today. Every yeah. now, last night on In the politics. State of the Union, mm-hmm. <laughs> every time Donald Trump opened <laughs> his mouth and completed a sentence, they stood and Stand clapped. Up. It's you the most humiliating thing right there. I know some of them people got to be going, are we really standing up again? Hello. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, he said hello. He said hello. But what's funny is one side be standing and the other side be sitting down. Yeah. So it's so yeah. lopsided. They stood yeah. up again. I'm, I don't care what he says. <laughs> yeah. He's making his case for his reelection. This is the night he will do yeah. that. Or or that was the night. Now, the Democrats were sitting there like his ass wasn't even talking. <laughs> The impeachment is not going to work. We'd have tried everything. He's still here. I don't think Nancy ever looked up at it. Yeah, she was sitting right behind him. Yeah, she sitting him, right, right behind him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know what she was doing with that paperwork, though. Did she have his speech? It looked like she had homework or something. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, what, doing her bills. Yeah. <laughs> doing yeah. her bills. Yeah. <laughs> Gave it to Nancy her back there. She's still, 
She hasn't gone paperless yet, Steve. <laughs> no, she doing her bills and she's yeah. helping her grandkids with their homework. Know. <laughs> you know, they Nancy. don't carry the one anymore. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, you're going to carry the one in this house <laughs> where you wants to put it. Stupid ass people gonna change math and don't carry the one. Well, you gonna have you gonna have too much money is what you are gonna have. P- Pence be having a stern look on his face. Yeah, yeah. He different. We are yeah, never is. going back. He said that, and they stood up. The Democrats, damn, and boy, they 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 flipped over to Kamala Harris one time. She looked like, I wish I would clap. I ain't even into running no damn road. Why am I clapping? Why am I here? <laughs> and the Iowa caucus, man, that you know, yeah, the Democrats, we are messing up so bad. We can't get nothing right. But remember when Obama was in office, you were saying the same thing about the Republicans. This is crazy. I'm telling you, man, this is... Politics. Woo. What do the caucus do? All right, listen, coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to move on here. Some inside of something funny. Sister Odell will be in the building. I think she can break a lot of things down for us. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so guys, before we get to Sister Odell, um, we want to remind you that coming up next hour, you we're going to talk about again. You don't, you don't cut into my time. Okay. <laughs> you don't you don't do that, sweetie. Wasn't trying now to. Now you that, said when you went on the break that it was seen to be Sister Odell coming up. Then the first thing you want to say is, you know, uh talking about, you know, before we bring her, was she here? Well, okay. I just wanted to say we're gonna we were gonna talk a little bit more about President Trump's third State of the Union address. No, no, That's all. Again, girl, I saw that. What is we talking? Girl, it was just it was just it was one of the craziest things I ever seen. You know, white folks is evil towards one another. What what do you mean? You know, half of them was sitting there like he wasn't talking. The other half was standing up like he just said the most brilliant lie they ever heard. (laughs) And then Donald Trump, his ignorant ass, he don't even look at the other side. <laughs> he kept his eyes on the Republicans the whole time. You got Democrats over here. <laughs> but see, real, that's the whole reason. Good. That's the whole problem with him being the president in the first place, because he doesn't want to be inclusive. He never looked over there at him. That's true. Well, right, that's he true. said he said because of all of this, it would be hard to work with them moving forward. Now he did say that. The president look at him. He just looked out over there that whole time. Uh huh. Mm. But I did like the way the military, they don't stand up and clap for a damn minute. <laughs> so what you think will happen today, you... sister, there? Is he going to get impeached? Lord Jesus, no, they not fitting to do that. Whites men ain't fitting to lose their power and money just because another white man is ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody fitting to do that. You must ain't been in America long enough. <laughs> what white man is going to let another white man's foolishness mess up their paper? None of them. It ain't fit to happen, sweetie. What else is going on? Whoa, well, uh, you, you, do you remember Herman Cain, Sister Odell? He was at the thing last night, Shirley. Yeah, he was. He was at the uh, State of the Union address. I was Set wondering. Uh huh. Well, you know, he ran uh, at one time. He was uh, vying for the presidency of the United States as well, but he dropped out. And I was just wondering, did you know him, or? 
I knew his daddy. Oh, really? You, what Herman Cain's daddy. Who was that? Herman Cain's daddy. Sugar. Sugar Cain. <laughs> <laughs> you got me with that. Mr. Sugar. <laughs> I call Mr. Sugar Cain. <laughs> Oh. Yes, Lord. Well, how, how did you meet him, Sister Odell, uh, Mr. Sugar Gang? <laughs> well, you know, he was uh, working at a uh, 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 at a club. You know, we had a jig joint mm. that we would go to late at night sometime. And uh-huh. He was a, a performer, an after-hour performer. Oh. oh, okay. And his name his name was Herman Cain Sr. Oh, 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 so Sugar was like a nickname for him, you're saying. Yeah, I gave yeah. that to him. Oh. Oh, oh, you gave it to you him. You gave him that nickname. Well, what do you, how? Sugar what? cane with the sweet thing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Glory! <laughs> it is amazing the people you know, Sister Girl, Adele. I know some of everyone. <laughs> Did you see uh, Nancy Pelosi sitting right behind the You know, I like Nancy. She be sharp, you know. She's Mm -hmm. a sharp old chick. Mm -hmm. I like Nancy. Mm -hmm. Nancy sitting up there. You know, it's sort of weird, though. She just kind of looked like she wanted to stab him, though. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time, she was just looking like, I'll take an ice pick and pop you dead in your neck. Don't do that. (laughs) You know. But then, you know, she was, she's a professional. Right. Yeah, she's a you politician. Know. Yeah. Just kept it going. She kept mm-hmm. on, you know, it's a doggone shame. I was waiting on him to say something where everybody would stand up. He never did. That did not happen. Yeah. Yeah. If he said, mm-hmm. uh, I won't be running in November, maybe they would yeah. no, everybody. That'd get everybody on it, even all the Republicans. Them, <laughs> all them people were shaking their head mm-hmm. on that other side. Mm-hmm. The women's in white and everything, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so um, I like you know, the women in whites because they look like the missionaries at my church. Oh yeah, like oh. the mothers. I yeah, thought I had church. recognized two of them, but mm-mm. oh, you <laughs> what them? Well, Sister Odell, do you yeah. have any idea of who you might uh, give your vote to this November? Well, as soon as one of them say something that mean <laughs> makes some sense, I'm gonna start thinking about it. Right now, I don't really know because the Democrats is kind of. You know, they stupid, you know. Because mm. mm. they got, first of all, they had too many people running. I told y'all yeah, long time ago who need to did. come on out of there. Everybody I said need to come out, they come out, ain't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Corey mm-hmm. got out. Mm-hmm. He did say that. Uh, Kamala. Kamala, Kamala got out because they not finna have a president named Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> they well, just they ain't finna do <laughs> They not finna have a woman named Kamala. That's what they're not going to do, Shirley. Well, if there is, it won't be this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's get off politics for a minute, Sister Odell. Uh-huh. Uh, happy Black History Month. Uh-oh. Woo, yes. I love this month here because I've been such a part of it. Ask me anything and I'll tell you something probably that you don't know about Black History. Oh. Okay. Mm, okay. Just go ahead. Uh, we need hmm. to carry this over because this is interesting. Now that we is in the early part of the Black History Month. Well, you know what, Sister Odell, since you mentioned that, I just thought of something. Yesterday was uh, the late Rosa Parks' birthday. Oh, that's my girl, Rosa. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you knew that's her? My, that girl, I knew Rosa. 
Oh, really? Oh. See, I, I never made it in the history books, but I was sitting next to her when the white man told her to get up, and I said, we ain't moving no damn well. <laughs> you was next to Rose? Sitting right there. <laughs> oh, See, they oh, took really? me off to jail because I pulled a pistol out of my purse. I said, make me move. Mm. <laughs> Back then. It's supposed to be non-violence. Yes. Yeah. Martin Luther King hadn't done nothing yet. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. He ain't come on after that. And Poor Tommy do the prank. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's Say right. And nephew Tommy will do run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And also inside of entertainment news, Rihanna will be honored with the NAACP President's Award. Uh, We'll talk about that at the top of the hour. Uh, Nephew Tommy is also here to run that prank back. But our special guest, Sister Odell, our family member, the mother of the show, let's say, uh, is still here. My Lord. So any other Black History Month you want to ask me about questions? Okay. He goes once this though, Dan. Huh? Uh, were you around when the Tuskegee Airmen first started? Mm-hmm. Sure oh. was. You was? I used to cook for them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to make a special soup made them fly high. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of soup, sister? What kind of name with the soup? <laughs> Call it blackbird soup. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Everybody drank it. (laughs) Was just just the most. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Now you know it's you know it's leap year, sister. It's twenty nine days this year. Oh yeah, this Mm, month. Sure is. Sure Uh is. Uh What do you suggest people that's born on the twenty ninth? Because they don't really get a birthday all the time. Every four years. Well, you don't need one if your birthday's on the twenty ninth. Just. Sit, sit the next year out. Would you please introduce the nephew? Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the, the king of the pranks, nephew to Tommy. Uber hearse. Uber hearse. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Sean, please. Yeah, it's me. What's up? Hey, Sean, how you doing? This My name is Brian. Um, I got you on schedule. Um, You you ordered an Uber for tomorrow morning. I'm, I think yes, you're... Sir. Yep. Okay, you, are, you, are you scheduled to go to the airport, correct? Absolutely, yes. Okay. All right, and I want to make sure you you wanted an SUV. Yeah, I wanted an SUV. Okay, and that's ninety two, eleven West. That's correct. Okay. All right. All right. So I'll be outside uh, tomorrow morning. We're talking about uh, seven p seven a.m. pickup. Correct. That's it. I got you. You got it. Everything's on point. Okay. All right. So listen, I wanted to let you know this, man. You uh, you ordered an SUV. I'll be there tomorrow. Um, I'll be there probably a little bit before 7 a.m. You know, when you guys order Uber uh, way in advance, you know, we try to get there almost like a car service and make sure we get you where you got to go. And I, I know the traffic's going to be a little crazy. So, um, you know, I'll be there on time. I'll be downstairs waiting on you, all right? I'd appreciate it. Okay. Now, now, listen, I'm 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 a SUV, but it's a kind of a little different. So that's why I kind of the reason for the call, I wanted to kind of give you a heads up that uh, I, I, I am an SUV. So I just want you to look for the uh, the black hearse that'll be outside. A hearse? Yeah, I, I, I'll be in a black hearse tomorrow morning uh, at seven a.m. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. I call so, it, is, is it an SUV or a hearse? 
No, no, it's a hearse. It's a hearse. Actually, what's happening is is I, I have another drop-off at the airport as well. You know, there's a – I mean, it's, it's, it won't affect you at all. But there'll, there'll be a body in the back. But that has to – we're trying to get that to the airport too. But, uh, a, you know, like I said, and, and a, as a matter of fact, it's a actually – body? Wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, you you f***ing with me, man? No, no, no. I, I ain't no, trying to ride on my body. Well, there's a, there's, I mean, there'll be a body. But actually, this is costing you less. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to. Look, you know, man. Well, I'm supposed to lay down next to this motherfucker. What, what, what you talking about, man? Dude, it'll, it'll, it'll I, I, be. I ain't ride with no motherfucking body. Hang on, man. Listen, you wanted an SUV. I'm not ride with no motherfucking body, dude. Are you tripping? Cancel this trip. I'll, I'll get another Uber or some shit. I'm not riding with a body, dude. Okay, if you cancel, that's gonna cost you fifty dollars. Fifty dollars, my man. You got like you got like I just downloaded the Uber app. Here's the deal. I know for a fact when you cancel Uber, it's five dollars. I'm canceling, and that's gonna be five dollars. Not gonna be no fifty dollars, dude. It's gonna be fifty dollars, sir. It's different when you have. Look, my man, you can pay me a thousand dollars. I'm not riding with a body. You, you feel me? No, I understand you. I understand you now. But do you want to get to the airport or not? Look, why don't you lay down next to the body and you drive yourself there next with the body, like, in, in the passenger seat? I'm not doing that. Tell me what the problem is. I mean, obviously, you used to driving around with bodies and That's not my thing. You know what I'm saying? What What's the problem? I mean, you're going to be in the front of the hearse. You're not going to be in the back. We'll put While your the body's in, in the back. We'll put your luggage in the back. I mean, that'll be fine, right? Yo, my man, you tripping, man. This is a crazy You calling the wrong with this crazy bull dude. I'm not doing none of that what, what part of that don't you understand? Uh, I'm going to get you there on time, sir, but it's going to be in a hearse. That's all the difference is, man. Don't You'll be riding, up. riding in a hearse when I'm supposed to be laid out in it. You understand? Right now, you got me up. What kind of phone call is this? Well, I mean, what's, you, what's, what's the problem? Obviously, you're used to rolling with, with dead bodies and hearses and all that Since when it over, start rolling with hearses to pick up regular live motherfuckers to get them from place to place. This is some crazy okay. I want you to think, when when did you think that it would just be cool as a regular picking up a body and just driving around in the street? I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I got two jobs. You know what I'm saying? I do Uber, you know, and I also, you know, work for a mortuary. So, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, but my vehicle is is certified and, and Uber approved it, so I'm able to use it as an SUV as so, well. So you, you call them and you give them rides to live motherfuckers, and they don't have no reaction, no reaction to riding around with a motherfucking body in the back. Well, you know, uh, sometimes there's people act a little, you know, a little, it's a little different for them. I get it, you know. But like I said, the only reason why I'm calling you well, like obviously that, you don't get that because you're trying to hit me with a fifty dollar motherfucking charge that I'm not, I'm not going for, and you're trying to get me to ride with a motherfucking dead body, dude. I'm not doing that So I'll tell you what, bro. I'm going to tell you this right here, and I'm going to get off the phone. Uh, tomorrow at 7 in the morning, me and Tommy going to be there. So be looking for us here. Who's Tommy, the f***ing body? No, no. Me and Tommy going to be there tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You understand? Just be ready for that. Then you and Tommy going to have a problem. Okay, okay. All right. Tell that to Tommy, though. Cause, see, Tommy don't, Tommy don't take this too kindly. So tell it to him in the morning. Who's Tommy? Is he his own for now? Okay. You don't know who Tommy is? No, I don't. Who the f*** is Tommy? Okay, do you know Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Do you know nephew Tommy? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> 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 hey, 
Oh man. Oh, that's a f- oh man, that's a f- <laughs> hey, hey man, man. no nah, man, your boy, your, you got a boy named Chase that you work with. Chase gave me your number, told me to give you a call. Oh <laughs> man, yo, that, I'm gonna put that in a hearse, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh Hey, man, you got to give me one more thing, man. What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, man, I'll pick you up at 7, all right? Be there. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, nephew. Uh, oh, coming man. up at the top of the hour, yeah, entertainment and national news. That was news, a good right prank, after... Tommy. Thank you so much. <laughs> She's still here right yeah. after Black people show ain't getting in no hearse. He cussed you out about it. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. Here's a question. What's it like to feel lucky? We've all got a lucky friend. The one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly the TV's on sale. They drive around town and boom, suddenly the perfect parking spot is right there. It's a great feeling when things go your way. And now AT&T is giving everyone that I just lucked out feeling every day. Good things shouldn't only favor the few and AT&T gets this. So they're making a big change and giving all of their customers both new and existing the same great deals. That's right. All. New customers, existing customers, that means everyone, everybody, everybody. Whatever big, juicy AT&T deal you see, you can jump on it. And that beats a good parking spot every day of the week. This is huge. Whether you've been with AT&T for years or just starting to think about switching, visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Carla Farrell here from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We all want to be heard. And when we're not, it's frustrating. It doesn't matter what it is. Look, you order a sandwich with extra, extra avocados. Then you get the sandwich. Nothing. Not a zip. Look, you and I both know extra avocados is a weird request. And extra, extra avocados is even weirder. But that's not the point. You want to be heard. And when you're not, it doesn't feel good. But you know who is listening and making changes, though? AT&T. They're doing whatever it takes to show all of their customers' voices are heard. So they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deal. Are you hearing this? No matter if you've been with them forever or are you thinking about jumping over, every single person gets that same amazing deal. That means me. That means you. AT&T is listening to all of us. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. 
Well, in today's entertainment news, Rihanna will be honored with the NAACP President's Award this year. NAACP President Derek Johnson will give the award to Riri uh, at the 51st. This will be the 51st NAACP Image Awards. The award goes to individuals who are highly accomplished and have a history of distinguished public service. Mr. Johnson says Rihanna has not only enjoyed a groundbreaking career as an artist and musician, but has also distinguished distinguished herself as a stellar public servant from her business achievements through Fenty to her tremendous record as an activist and philanthropist. Uh, Rihanna epitomizes the uh, type of uh, character, grace and devotion to justice that we seek to highlight in our president's award. That is uh, great news for for Rihanna and her camp, I'm sure, and so deserving, you know. Uh, The awards air February 22nd on BET. Here we read. Yeah. All right, so in other news, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about this in other entertainment news. Colin Kaepernick is scratching his head over Jay-Z's and uh, Beyonce's display of solidarity uh, at the Super Bowl. Jay-Z and Beyonce chose to remain seated during the national anthem, though they didn't speak on the gesture at first, and everybody was speculating that they were protesting and all of this. But it comes to come to find out that is not the case. Jay-Z has responded. Anyway, uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, said he, he shared a picture of the story about Jay and Beyonce sit out with the caption reading, I thought we were past kneeling, though. Uh, That's a reference. Remember when uh, Jay-Z made those comments on um, September of last year? He he did a press conference and said, we're past that. We're moving on. So anyway, Jay-Z has responded, okay? He says he and Beyonce sitting through the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl on Sunday was absolutely not a protest of any sort. It was simply two moguls hard at work. Jay was at Columbia University Tuesday. Uh, He addressed the video uh, that TMZ Sports first posted on uh, Sunday, showing Jay, uh, B, and Blue Ivy seated as Demi Lovato uh, sang the national anthem. But but let's make this clear as well. They weren't the only people seated. There were a lot of people seated. I was too at home. (laughs) Yeah, but they're the most famous. A Columbia professor asked him if he remained seated to convey a signal, and uh, Jay quickly replied, it actually wasn't. Sorry. You know, <laughs> he and Beyonce, uh, he said Beyonce told him she was thinking what Demi must have been going through in the seconds before starting the national anthem. And as Jay put it, Beyonce's performed at the at the uh, Super Bowl before and I haven't. So there you have it. His response to why he and Bay were si- B were sitting down. OK, it wasn't a big protest against the national anthem. They weren't trying to start anything. Nothing like that. It's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. <laughs> like he said, it actually wasn't. Sorry. It's nothing. Yeah. they just blowing up something. Yeah, yeah you guys want to make something out of it. Yeah, he works for the NFL, don't he? Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. A lot of people were saying, if you don't like the country, you hey, should, you know, hey, hey, hey. They all of that. Do you know, I can, can I tell y'all something? Do you know how many people in them suites sit down when the National Anthem come up? They be talking. They Most people eat. don't even know it's playing. They yeah. eating. I'm telling yeah. y'all right eat. now, man, it's so many people in them suites. Mm-hmm. Sitting down because they don't even know what's going on. They be and they right. They be eating. Loud. They be talking. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took me a minute before I realized that they was doing the national anthem. I just oh, happened yeah. to be standing because I was over mm-hmm. there making a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> so you, <laughs> so you turned around. Got with right the hot over dog. there with the. Just, I just waited till it was over before I ate it. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, time to get caught up on today's headlines, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And here we go with the news. Good morning, everybody. President Trump delivered his State of the Union speech to a joint session of the Congress last night. Yeah, you all know that. It was mostly upbeat. He stuck to his script. He made no reference to his impeachment and trial. He peppered his presentation with talk about what he feels he's done for African-Americans. But he did, did bestow a well-earned honor on a black American hero. Charles McGee, one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen, the first black fighter pilots, after more than 130 combat missions in World War II, he came back home to a country still struggling for civil rights and went on to serve America in Korea and Vietnam. A few weeks ago, I signed a bill promoting Charles McGee to Brigadier General. General McGee, our nation salutes you. Thank you, sir. And Charles McGee turned 100, by the way, just a few days ago. However, uh, Trump did sound some familiar themes, like he called Obamacare socialism and called for an end to health care for people who are here illegally. In California and other states, their systems are totally out of control, costing taxpayers vast and unaffordable amounts of money. If forcing American taxpayers to provide unlimited free health care to illegal aliens sounds fair to you, then stand with the radical left. But if you believe that we should defend American patients and American seniors, then stand with me and pass legislation to prohibit free government health care for illegal aliens. Uh, by the way, everybody's talking about the fact that Trump refused to cordially shake House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's hand as per tradition in the, in the begin, when he came in, and uh, she ripped up her copy of his speech as he delivered it. Uh, the Senate's vital vote on impeachment, by the way, takes place this afternoon. It's scheduled for 4 p.m. The vote's scheduled to be a formal acquittal of the president. And now about 71 percent of the precincts counted in uh, Iowa. The top two vote-getters are Bernie Sanders, who led the popular vote, and former Mayor Buttigieg, who got more delegates. Buttigieg, of course, clearly elated. A campaign that some said should have no business even making this attempt has taken its place at the front of this race to replace the current president with a better president. After that was Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Amy Klobuchar, and Andrew Yang. In that order, for years, the Iowa vote has been considered indicative of the way the nation would vote. However, in recent years, many others point out that the mostly white state is out of step with the rest of this increasingly diverse country. Finally, today is National Thank a Mailman Day. Oh, yeah. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, well, well. Our resident poet, Junior, is here uh -oh. uh, yeah, with no. a poet for today, a poem for today. What you got for yeah, us, Junior? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um, you know, I was up late last night. It hit me about 2.30 a.m. before I came in this morning. Mm -hmm. It better sound like And that. I'm saying, I was like, oh, my gosh, Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving, you mean the holiday? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it's, not it's in November. Right. Right. But Valentine's yes. is next week. Okay. True that. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I thought about, I said, oh, my God, I need something to write, to be thankful for for these women. They don't have, they don't have nobody writing this type of stuff for them. Oh, this, okay. This I up there. I see where you're going. Am this, I going to like is, it? Yeah, oh. sure. This is, like, this is like right next to Prince. It's like same type of love. Oh, okay. I like the door? This. Come on, yeah. I got yeah. Okay. I mean, dog, this, it just hit me. You know, when the Lord used you, he just got to let him use you. Yeah. Okay. And you okay. show this was the Lord. Yeah. Okay. okay. You yeah. tell me when you finish. When okay. you finish. Am I, I'm okay. going to like it this is. one. Valentine's Day poem 
from Jim. Mm. Okay, here it is. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's around the corner. You need to get a special one, a gift, so your butt won't be a loner. Now, it could be flowers, candy, or a bear, and even some cash is always nice. Even a six-pack of beer, if it's just kept cold and on ice. Bud Light, anyone? Are you freaking kidding Now me? they say it's not the gift. It's the thought that always counts. Show up empty-handed on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and they'll ask your ass to bounce. We out. <laughs> God, I can't believe I came up with that. that and you think the morning, Lord that, was that with that? Me, me <laughs> the Lord. Junior. Me either. What is you blowing for? Catch what is, your breath, What is woo for? Ooh, the boy, spirit. catch your breath. Who, uh, when, the, when the spirit come upon you on a boy, pole. Boy, boy. You better blame that on the spirit. What was that last line again? Oh, the last two lines. <sighs> yeah, the last, yeah. And none of his poems have any rhythm. Show up empty-handed on Valentine's Day, and they'll ask your ass to bounce. We out. Who? 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 And you threw Bud Light in there? Oh. <laughs> Bud Light, anyone? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how he do it. Wow. Okay. All I can say is wow. <laughs> I know, uh, Shirley. Stop crying, Shirley. Do no. you think Hallmark would take any of these poems? No. 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 Now, your Deep. rhythm is off. Like, read the first four lines again. Watch this here. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up. In fact, it's around the corner. <laughs> you right. need to get that special one a gift so your butt won't be alone. Wow. <laughs> Who don't understand that? We gotta go. Woo. <laughs> 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 We got to go. Please, Junior, no mo. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, last night was President Trump's third State of the Union address, uh, and it took place in front of a joint session of Congress in the House chamber. The president's speech was a day after the Iowa Democratic Caucus hot mess. What was that? Okay, the president was introduced by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. That was awkward, to say the least, because we know they don't particularly care for each other, Uh, (laughs) at least in public anyway. Um, Quite a few House Democrats boycotted the president's State of the Union address, including Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York. Also, the president and First Lady uh, Melania Trump had a list of invited guests from working leaders to single moms to a student from Philly. Uh, for the school choice initiative and brave military families. Uh, like you said, Steve, he could barely get a word out or, or a sentence before the Senate. Those Republicans were standing I've never seen up. anybody get no, that many standing ovations. I, I mean, I, I for never, real. Well, yeah. You know what? Uh, then they, uh, uh, there's one of the military men that had stand up from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, mm-hmm. It's one of the surviving Tuskegee Airmen. First right. black fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also happens to be uh, this young man's uh, great grandfather. That he oh. stood up that wants to be a, a, a astronaut when he uh-huh. grows up. This, um, you know, they pulled. They had about five black people stand up. Yeah, mm. you know, mm. Mm. they hardly no white people. He had no white people stand up. He had mostly black people standing up. Well, you know, blacks for Trump. Mm. No, no, they wasn't. It was just you know he had picked a. A survivor from a post post uh, war, you know, post war syndrome, whatever they call it, PD. But, I'm not yes, familiar. PTSD. Yeah. 
PTSD, uh, he was yeah. black, had a young dude that was a wanted to be a, a astronaut. He was black, had the one hundred year serviceman from Tuskegee. But that's what they want you to think, though. Yeah. Blacks for Trump. You well, know? that that guess, he cares. Yeah, yeah I yeah. got. Yeah, and exactly. uh, he doesn't know any. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there, well, there, there are no black cabinet members, with the exception of Ben Carson. Yeah, but yeah. HUD director. Mm-hmm. And he don't think he black. No, he black. He just be asleep all the damn time. Yeah, he does. He don't know. He, 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 he's actually a cool dude. What he does with Brilliant. surgery and everything. Surgeon. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's great. Great, mm-hmm. great, great surgeon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, while the Democratic Party's official response to the president's address was given by Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer, uh, presidential candidate Bernie Sanders delivered his own rebuttal last night. And uh, speaking of Congress, the Senate is expected to vote today, and we know they're probably going to acquit Trump on two articles of impeachment that were passed by the House in December that accused the president of abusing his power and obstructing Congress in his pursuit to pressure the Ukrainian government to investigate his political opponents. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Man. Well, I mean... When they acquit him, because we know what's going to happen, then um, that clears the way for him to really go at the Democrats now, you know. (laughs) Either that or start asking more countries for money. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, his official campaign will kick off with that, you know. Mm. What a way to start it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what a way to start it. But we have to do our due diligence as well, and we have to get out there and vote. We have to do... You know, I I mean, even if he wins, at least you can say it wasn't because I didn't cast my vote. Yeah, you have to vote. Yeah. And look, look, y'all, I understand the frustration with the political system. Mm -hmm. I get it. I agree with what a lot of people are saying about it. But uh, listen, you know, we have to cast our vote. Too many people paid the price for us to be able to do this. We have to vote. I don't care who you vote for. But we got to get out here and vote. But yeah. if you do not vote in this election, you are handing it to him. Yeah, you cannot sit this you one out. You are handing it to I him. I care who you vote for. I care. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's up to us now. It is just up to us. We have to cast our votes, you know. Anyway, all right, you can go to Steve Harvey FM uh, on Instagram or Facebook to comment on the State of the Union speech. Uh, Coming up next, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. I think um, we'll have Sister Odell in on this one. Uh, The subject is, should I just hush and stay on the main line? Wait till you hear this one. Right now, though, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, Nev? Apparently, some of these kids just don't learn. What do you mean? Okay, your baby going back to pre-K. Your baby (laughs) going back to pre-K. That's right. And flunked out. Yes, back. That's right. Let's go. Come on, cat. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach Miss Thomas, please. This is Miss Thomas. Who is this? Uh, my name is Mr. Stapleton. I'm actually the principal over at uh, Elementary School. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm looking at my records indicating that your son Thomas is going to be starting his first grade. Mm-hmm. He's ready. My baby's ready. Right. Listen, Miss Thomas. Um, I've been going through actually all of the children's records. 
uh, that will be starting school. And I'm looking at your son's grades mm-hmm. from his kindergarten year. Mm-hmm. And he did good. Mm-hmm. Well, no, not exactly. I mean, there's been a few. Uh, I actually spoke with the teacher who he was under in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he just really wasn't up to par as the rest of the children. Mm-mm. I, I now his conduct. Now he talks, but he gets his work. So what else is, is she saying on that that ain't right? Well, what it what's, what it seems to be, ma'am, is that uh, his grades weren't up to par as the rest of the other children. She did tell me he was a disobedient child. No, he's disobedient and talking two different things. Come on. Okay. Well, ma'am, listen. What we've decided here is we're gonna let little. Actually, do another year of kindergarten. Oh no, y'all ain't gonna let him do another year of kindergarten, no, sir. Ma'am, that's that's the only choice I'm I have sorry. after you looking. Uh-uh. No, we got our letter in the mail with our report card the week after school started, and it said on the back promoted. And if I got to get up off this couch and go get it, I'm gonna be f-ed off because I'm telling you right now, we will be in the first grade. Kindergarten wasn't that. Hard. I'm not sure what they told you about him, but it must be the wrong. Well, ma'am, a, wait, wait, from wait. my understanding, he's he doesn't color as well as the rest of the kids. He's all color. out of the he's color. out of the lines when he colors. He doesn't know his numbers completely, and that's kind of what we need when you first come into uh-uh. Uh-uh. Uh, into the first grade. No, uh-uh. When I can show you on this paper, he did satisfactory all the way through. Now you about to me off, and I'm already sick calling me with some about my son flunking kindergarten. He ain't that kind of He dumb. does you not must... color well, ma'am. Listen, he... coloring ain't got nothing to do with the dead girl of kindergarten. He is going to the first grade, and I'll be down there on August 24th. He, ma'am, I... I will not be able to allow you I'm to sorry. get in the school I'm on sorry. August 24th. I'm you sorry, would... mister. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. And, and let me get, I'll tell you what, let me go in and get my pencil and pen, because I don't live that far from this school, and if y'all are already down there causing some conflict, I need to get up and go down there, because I'm not telling my baby when he come home today that he ain't going to the dead gum first ma'am, grade. Ma'am, I, I, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to refuse education Listen, from him on I'm August sorry. 24th. You know what? I just went back and put him in public school. I know that was a mistake in the first place. Fooling with y'all talking about some coloring. Give me your name again, sir. Stapleton, ma'am. And what's that number down there? The number here is actually area code. Uh-uh, wait a minute. Uh, I got the number. Never mind. I pulled up this report card. I got the number and your name on the back of this paper. I tell you what, August 24th, we'll be coming in there, going to school, and I might make a trip around there this evening when I come from the doctor. Ma'am, make uh, sure uh, that the you bottom the line, stuff. ma'am, is I'm not going to hear that. Colin ain't got nothing to do with nothing else. But his, it's, 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 it's not sorry. only coloring. His arithmetic is I'm bad. Sorry. No, uh-uh. Are you working with him at home? No, Are you doing listen, anything I'm as a with parent? I'm at home every what you trying to say? I'm an incompetent parent? I'm just asking, as a parent, are you working with your child? Yes, I'm working with my child every day. He can read better than you, probably. No, he can't read better. I'm oh, the yes, principal. He can't read better than you because obviously you read that wrong on that paper that he's supposed to be going back to kindergarten when I know the paper said from his going to the first grade. And I'm not listening to no more of this about him going backwards. Now, if you got a problem with your paperwork, maybe you need to go talk to your secretary or somebody in there that wrote my baby name down. Well, your name, your son's name, Thomas, ma'am. No, it ain't him, baby. I know it ain't him. You're not going to sit up and tell me my son is flunking kindergarten. He is not going back to that kindergarten. Class. Don't bring your son down here August Listen, the 24th. Do you hear me? Down. I tell you what, be ready to whip me and my husband. But we will be down there August the 4th, backpack, shoes, uniform, everything. You hear me? I will not be able to allow him an education. I will right now. I will come down there right now and can, make that correction on that paper for you. Can you bring your baby can, is not going back to no kindergarten for no coloring. Can you bring him down here and let him color for me no, so I can... No, you talking about color 
on the rhythm and taking all the stuff. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, I'm sorry. Uh-uh. We will be down there August the 24th. I will have this poor card in my head that says you have been promoted to the first grade and he's going to have a smile on his face and so are you. I got one more thing I need to tell what? you, man. Are you listening to me? I'm listening. You ain't saying nothing yet. You better say something that sound like the first grade because I'm not playing. I would go down to this daggum administrative office and I had fired because my son would be in that first grade. Who are you raising 24. your voice at? Who are you raising your voice I'm at? I'm talking to you. You're talking crazy to me. I'm talking crazy to you. What? I'm a grown woman. I don't need to be explaining to you why I'm trying to defend did you, my did, son. Did you graduate? Honey, I am a college degree person. I have a great job. My husband and I do well for ourselves and for our children, and that's why we know. You're not even you at you're not even at work right now, man. Listen, I'm sick, fool. I told you that when you called here. Waiting on the doctor to call me now. I'm probably missing my phone call. Can you call her? Because your son can't call. Can I call her? What kind of question is that to ask me? Can I call her? What are you, white or black? You asking me, son? You ask me, am I colored? No, I ask you, can you color? Like, no, no, your son uh-uh. I can't... I some racist lines in there, can you color? No, uh-uh, mm-mm. I, my coloring and me being colored ain't got nothing to do with none of this. Is this a race thing? No, that it's you not... trying to make sure you send him back? No, I'm not trying to send him back. I want to send him back to color, to get his coloring together. I tell you what, that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. And if you are the head person down there now, you are incompetent and you are an illiterate Call me and tell me that my son has to go back to the first grade. I got one more thing. You know what? Mixed up. I tell you what, I'm through with this conversation. I'm through with this. Co- I'm going to say one more thing, and I'm going to be out here. Are you listening? I'm listening. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend Felicia. I'm gonna be Felicia's. <laughs> I am gonna beat her. <laughs> mother. <laughs> you about to get towed out the frame? <laughs> I mean, I'm writing numbers and everything. I'm recording everything. I'm going to beat her because she know I don't play when it comes to my kids. Okay, that's all right. All right, babe. One more question now. What is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. <laughs> Put a little classic on you that time, Sharon. I threw a little classic on you. I'll that's be back. these people's kids. <laughs> people don't play by their kids. Uh-uh. <laughs> I got that comedy laugh fest. It's jumping off, baby. Valentine's weekend on the 14th. We will be in Cleveland, Ohio. On the 15th, Cincinnati, Ohio. And on the 16th, Memphis, Tennessee. That's the comedy laugh fest. That's me, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley, Dion Cole, and Earthquake. Hosted by yours truly, Nephew Tommy. Tickets on sale right now. Land in the cut, Montgomery, Alabama. That's March the 14th, Saturday night at the Montgomery Performing Arts Center. The nephew will be there front and center acting a doggone fool. Tickets on sale at the box office or at all Ticketmaster outlets. The fool is coming to town. Way more ignorant than a prank call. And, and may I suggest if, if you guys, you know, need to stretch for time or anything, you should bring Junior out and he could do a, a, a poem. A poem? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thanks, Here sir. I am, y'all of comedy. <laughs> That's why they call me the little Junior boy, don't you see? <laughs> Ta-da. Stand here to stretch time out all you want. I ain't got nothing else to do. But on me, you can count. <laughs> this is my poem. I do them just about almost any time. Uh-huh. Most of my poems hardly ever make sense or rhyme. Right. 
If you can't stand these poems, that really ain't my fault. Uh huh. <laughs> you probably the same person that don't like pepper or salt. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you, nephew. Up next, strawberry letter. Should I just hush and stay on the main line? We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's Forward, a new approach to primary care that's surprisingly personal and refreshingly straightforward. Forward never makes you feel like just another patient. Backed by top-rated doctors and the latest tech, Forward gives you access to personalized care whenever you need it. Using in-depth genetic analysis and real-time blood work, Forward's top-rated doctors provide you with in-depth insights to better understand your genetics, mental, and physical health. They then create custom, easy-to-understand plans to help guide you to achieving long-term health. With Forward, you get unlimited in-person visits with your doctor and access to care anytime via the Forward app, all for one flat monthly fee. It's time to stop accepting backwards health care and start moving your health forward. Visit GoForward.com today to learn more. That's GoForward.com. Ain't no place like a cowboy place. Ain't no time like a cowboy time. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. When you're on that hungry prowl, boys contain that cowboy growl. Ain't no way like the cowboy way. Have a cowboy kind of day, yeah. Like to have a big time? Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers Restaurants. It's a quarter pound burger with Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a corn dusted Kaiser bun. Ain't no way like the cowboy way, ain't no song like a cowboy song. Have a cowboy kind of day at a Roy's, ain't no way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. Have yourself a big time. Try the Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers Restaurants. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. It's just that simple. We could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're going to read this one right here, Kelly, right now. Yes, Steve. Can I tell you something about this speech last night? Uh, Donald relax. Trump had more black people stand up in that crowd <laughs> than has ever been to his house total. And he don't right. know none of them black no. people. Don't try to trick us, okay? We're way smarter than that. Okay. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, should I just hush and stay on the main line? Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for 11 years to a very religious man. When I say my husband loves the Lord, he loves the Lord. He is five years older than me, and he dedicated his life to Christ three, three years before meeting me. He said it was the Lord that led him to me. Because of him, I got saved and really got into the church. I am a faithful Christian, but I can't quote scriptures like he can. I am constantly reminded that he's more familiar with religion than I am, and he likes to tell me that he has a much better relationship with Jesus than I do. If he's angry with me, he says, 
terrible things like God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife and I don't carry myself as a woman of God would. If I ask him what I'm doing wrong, he shuts me down and tells me to go talk to Jesus. I asked him uh, to stop <laughs> saying mean things to me whenever he's upset and his response is always, you can take it up with Jesus. I used to love the fact that my husband is such a godly man, but lately I am starting to resent him and he's making me not want to even go to church anymore. We have the same problems that all married couples have, but I can't work through any of our problems or talk to him about anything because he tells me to go talk to Jesus instead of him. My breaking point came last Friday when I tried to talk to him about a conflict I had at work, and he told me that if I prayed more and talked less, even everything in my life would be just fine. We have reached the point where religion is going to destroy our marriage. I've researched how people being... Uh, uh, how people can be too holy, and my husband is one of those people. I can't continue living like this. I need your advice. Should I talk to him and get counseling, or should I keep my mouth shut and stay on the main line? Mm. Well, I, I just got to tell you this, first of all. Religion is not destroying your marriage. It's not going to destroy your marriage. I think it's your crazy, self-righteous, holier-than-thou husband. That's who's going to yeah. uh, destroy your marriage. Thank uh, you. I mean, he he's he's he is right about one thing. You should take it up with Jesus because only Jesus can fix him. All right, because you certainly can't right now. And, and by the way, I, I'm sure uh, you know this, but the way he acts towards you, his wife is very ungodly. It's very unjudgment. Uh, 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 it's very judgmental. It's very disrespectful. If the Lord, like he says, truly led him to you, don't you think the Lord would have also, uh, you know? shown him shown him how to treat you you know and all of those things i gotta tell you there are a lot of non-christian men who don't even know the lord non-religious men uh who treat their wives like queens uh way better than he treats you and you're right uh married couples christian whoever uh they have issues and they need to be discussed and worked through uh, he's stubborn. Like I said, he's disrespectful. He's closed-minded. He has an attitude when it comes to you. He doesn't want to talk to you, his wife. Um, he's not the Christian that he claims to be. Just And just because a person can quote scripture, that doesn't make him God's favorite little Christian. Amen. That, that just doesn't do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, to save your marriage, of course, I would try to talk to him. I would do it lovingly, respectfully. Uh, and, and I would also seek some sort of marriage counseling in this situation. See if they offer it at your church, uh, even though you said you're feeling like you don't want to go anymore. But something has to be done. Uh, um, you know, I, I must warn you, your husband, Mr. Perfect, he's probably not going to want to do any marriage counseling. He's probably going to say, take it up with Jesus. I just think you should go take it up with a marriage counselor at your church. Steve? Should I just hush and stay on the main line? No, you shouldn't. Because <laughs> you're in some mess. Been married 11 years, very religious man. When I say my husband loves the Lord, he loves the Lord. He's five years older than me, and he dedicated his life to Christ three years before meeting me. He said it was the Lord that led me to him. Because of him, I got saved and really got into the church. Here's the problem with your husband. He loves the Lord so much that he now has fixed it in his mind and is trying to convince everybody that he loves the Lord more than anybody else. And in order to love the Lord more than anybody else, you must not love some other people. 
which is what he is doing, which is what he is doing. This man right here, because of him, you went to church and you got saved. But I can't quote scriptures like he can. You don't have to. He ain't living by them. He just quoting them. I'm constantly reminded that he's more familiar with religion than I am, and he likes to tell me that he got a much better relationship with Jesus than I do. How does he know that? (laughs) How does he know that? And you know what my father always told me? If somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it probably ain't true. Mm-hmm. It probably ain't true. This wonderful relationship he's talking about with God, but he keeps doing ungodly stuff. When he's angry with me, he says terrible things like, God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife. Well, he might, God might not be real happy with your duties as a husband either. Mm-hmm. You don't all seem right. like you popping that on all corks, chump. Hold on, Steve. Won't Hang call on. him something else, but you know we. <laughs> we'll be back, church with, boy. Yeah, part two of Steve's response coming up uh, today's subject: Should I just hush and stay on the main line? <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. Should I just hush and stay on the main line? No, you shouldn't, because mm. you're married to this fool. <laughs> nah, he's bigger Christian than everybody. I know people like that. Oh, yeah. He got you into the church and everything, but now nah, he's de- talking to you. He's more familiar with religion than you are. He likes to tell me that he got a much better relationship uh, with Jesus than I do. How does he know that? Mm. Hey, he just took credit for it. Mm. Once again, the words of Slick Harvey, if somebody always got to tell you who they are and what they do, it probably ain't true. And I have found that in my life all the time. He's angry. He says terrible things to you. Like God is not pleased with how I conduct myself as a wife. And I don't carry myself as a woman of God. Then when I ask him what I'm doing wrong, he shut me down tell me to talk to Jesus. I'm asking you. (laughs) (laughs) One more time. I love that. (laughs) He shuts me down and tells me to go talk to Jesus. I'm asking you. Yes, Lord. Because Jesus ain't told me to shut up and sit down nowhere. What am I doing wrong? Because Jesus ain't said I was doing nothing wrong. (laughs) I've asked him to stop saying mean things to me whenever he's upset. And his response is, you can take it up with Jesus. I took it up with Jesus. He told me to tell you, you're going to hell. (laughs) How about that? Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Holy Moses. Mm, mm, mm. Holy Moses. (laughs) You got to start telling him stuff that he know ain't true. You ain't all that. You ain't the wife you supposed to be. You ain't ain't Moses. (laughs) Right. You can take it up with Jesus. What, Lazarus? <laughs> just start saying stuff to him. You know, just throw a little bit of the Bible at him that you do know. Uh-huh. I'm starting to resent him, and he's making me not want to even go to church no more. You know why you don't want to go to church no more? Because that ain't what church supposed to be. Right. See, that's why you don't like a church supposed to be. Church is for sick people. Sick people. That's why he down there, because he's sick. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Sitting up in here. 
we got the same couples that all married. We got the same problems all married couples have. But I can't work through any of our problems because when I try to talk to him about anything, he tell me to talk to Jesus instead of him. I didn't marry Jesus. I married you. <laughs> yes, Lord. That's the same vow. Leave all others and cleave only unto him. But every time I come to you, you telling me to talk to Jesus. I want to talk to my husband. I know that. Your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting up in here reading the Bible every day. You ain't in the bed, and you ain't doing nothing in the bedroom since we're bringing it up. Uh oh. Uh-oh. How about that? Uh oh. How about uh-huh. that, Mister Fat Stomach Man? Ooh. Sitting up in here, take it up with Jesus. Eleven years of marriage. My breaking point came last Friday when I tried to talk to him about a conflict I had at work. He told me if I prayed more and talked less, everything in my life would be fine. If I had another husband, my life would be fine. I'm trying to talk to your fat ass. I've researched how people can be too holy. You fat holy roller, you doing that. My husband is one of these people. I can't continue living like this. Uh-uh. <laughs> Up in here listening to all this mess, and he ain't doing nothing to make me want to stay. Ain't mm. frying the chicken and bacon in the bedroom. He ain't doing nothing. We sitting up in here reading scriptures till we fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. I want to get put to sleep. So <laughs> 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 you got to start snapping back at him. Should I try to talk to him and get counseling, or should I just keep my mouth shut and stay on the main line? You know what? This dude remind me because I know people like this. Holier than thou. Yeah. You yeah. you ever you know some people that's so saved mm-hmm. that they ain't saved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, you know somebody. Man, every time you talk to, them, you know these people. You call their house. They still got answering machine. They got all of the Book of Corinthians on their answer machine. <laughs> Don't nobody even read Corinthians. <laughs> What? <laughs> nobody ever say you ever read First Corinthians because don't nobody read First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. <laughs> no, nobody do that. They always got that on there. I can't stand them people. How you doing? Blessed and highly favored. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw your car down on the thirtieth. It was up on block. <laughs> exactly. Just the blessings ran out on your car. That's not highly favored. It wasn't on your car. You just be lying all the time. The lover like Christ love the church. Come on now. Hey, listen, we got to get out of here, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand, please. And coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Chiefs fans want the president to know his geography, please. What are you doing now? <laughs> oh, you didn't hear about I this missed story. this. Okay. <laughs> it's between Kansas and uh, Missouri, okay? Kansas City and Missouri. This is crazy. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Super Bowl champ Kansas City Chiefs uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes was the guest star at a Disney World parade. He brought along 18 Make-A-Wish Foundation children and Disney Parks donated $1 million to Make-A-Wish. 
Next stop for the Chiefs will be a parade in downtown Kansas City. And guys, remember uh, President Trump's tweet? Uh, We'll just read a little part of it, okay? It says, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game. You represented the the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is proud of you. Mm, He must have missed geography lesson. Well, Mr. President, the Kansas City Chiefs play in the state of Missouri. Oh, wait, what did he say, Sheriff? He said Kansas. (laughs) He said, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs, Steve, on a great game. You You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is very is proud of I'm you. I'm going to tell you, man, we got a dude in the White House that really shouldn't be in there. Yeah. I mean, everybody makes mistakes, true. That but, wasn't no mistake. But come on. No, that's you're, a you're mistake You're the president I of these make. United States. That, me, Junior, me, you, and Tom, we can make that mistake. He can't. He can't. But he makes exactly. them every day, though. Yeah. <laughs> what the uh, fact? Stop. I done been to Kansas City and know it's in Missouri. I know. <laughs> You better know where that line at. Boy, that, that, <laughs> exactly. Let me tell you something. That doggone bridge you over there. You better know real. where that bridge at. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. And they serious about that bridge, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we don't live in Kansas. We don't live in Missouri. But Dave, who is from Kansas City. Who's can, still Dave, high from the uh, yeah, he's Kansas so happy. City Chiefs win. Yeah. yeah. Let's ask Dave. Does it matter? Does it matter? Whether it, it's Kansas or or Missouri, you finna get on the mic. Yeah. Yes, it matters. Yeah, it matters. <laughs> it matters a lot. That's official. Now the city goes into both states, right? Mm-hmm. But Arrowhead is in Missouri, okay. yeah, on purpose. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, it matters on purpose because that's the show me state. Congratulations, <laughs> Dave. Too. Also, Steve, this Super Bowl was the tenth most watched Super Bowl in history. Uh, more people tuned in than the last three years because the New England Patriots uh, <laughs> weren't. <Yes. laughs> we're not playing. <laughs> so, hey, uh, was it. Trump at the thing at the NFL honors? No, hell no. Come on, not, not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm still working. No. <laughs> Oh, you mean dog? You, you know, good hell well. I mean Brady, dog. I mean Tom Brady. You well. I'd have been all over the internet. Yeah. Ain't no way in hell. I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, today's office topic. Do you have a hiding place in your home to just have a few minutes alone? Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. This Mother's Day, lock in your place as the golden child by ordering mom's bouquets early from 1-800-Flowers.com. Whether she's near or far, ordering early means getting the best selection of bouquets that are guaranteed to show her she's loved. Right now at 1-800-Flowers.com, you can get 36 sorbet roses for $36. This beautiful mix of pink, orange, and lavender roses are guaranteed to show all of the moms in your life just how much they're loved. Picking an early delivery date ensures that your bouquet will arrive in time to make mom's day special. Don't put this off. Order today from the official florist of Mother's Day, 1-800-Flowers.com. To order 36 sorbet roses for $36, go to 1-800-Flowers.com, click the radio icon, and enter code STRAWBERRY. That's 1-800-Flowers.com, code STRAWBERRY. Hurry, offer expires Friday. 
To show you how easy it is to file a claim with GEICO, we hired a soap opera star. Gracious me, my car has storm damage and I've had to file a claim. Could it possibly get worse? Will my claims team leave me for someone else? Someone less intense? Um, no. Actually, when you file a claim with GEICO, you get your own dedicated claims team who promises to stay with you throughout the process. Oh, I've never known such loyalty. I can't wait for the second season. Geico, great service without all the drama. All right, so guys, here's a question for you. Do you have a hiding place in your home to just have a few minutes alone? You know, I mean, everybody should have some place, some little getaway place that they can have some me time. For instance, some women like to have what they call a she shed or a small room that they can read in or just chill in. I, I You know what? I love the bathroom. Men usually go into the garage or, or their man cave or the basement or someplace. Uh, do you take an extended break in your home hiding place? Do you do it every day is the question? Or uh, does your family know not to disturb you when you're in your favorite room or your hiding place? Uh, come on, Steve. I know you take time for yourself. Yeah, You've I do. always yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah. I, go, I go to San Diego. You leave the house? Yeah, get the <laughs> hell out. Can't follow me down now. <laughs> Damn grandkids know how to use the elevator and everything. I'll be damned. I'm going to San Diego. <laughs> it's beautiful there. <laughs> I don't care if it is. It's just they not there. <laughs> Shirley, you got one? Yeah, I love. I, I will be in my bathroom for hours. Okay. Hours. Hours in the bathroom. In the bath because I have a TV in there, and you know I do my makeup. You know, yeah. I, I don't mean the the water. You don't. Closet, you don't mean the toilet. No, no, no. Uh, no I don't I'll mean that. I spend most of my time. I spend most of my time in the bathroom. No, no, no. Not there. I just <laughs> mean the in the outer part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a separate yeah. little With room. With the bathroom, I got my TV right in front of the toilet and a computer. <laughs> oh, uh. Uh-uh. Now that's how you go. Yeah. From now on, yeah. that's how you I go. don't miss nothing because when I'm watching a game, I just get up and go on in the bathroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's on the but wall yeah. right in front of you. That's yeah. fly. That's fly. I ain't done that one. Up a little high where you can keep your head up. You don't want to look evil. <laughs> keep your head up. Your digestive tract is more open. <laughs> wow. Just slightly I, above our level. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, uh, Tommy? I'm in my theater. Oh, uh-huh. I can get away from him in the theater. Oh, did you hear that rich ass? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you hear that, nice, Junior? Nice, nice now you show. said a rich ass statement, and I ain't say nothing. You nice. said my kids on my, my grandbaby's on the elevator. I ain't say nothing about your elevator in your house. See, I, didn't I ain't even pay that no attention. Yeah, I know I was you did. Saying I was going to because uh, I Sandy, can't go up Sandy or down. Go ahead, T. You got a theater. No rooms in this show, too. I thought I had it limited. Okay. All right. Well. How hey, y'all Junior? bypass his elevator on my theater? Hey, Junior. Huh? Which one of your rooms in your house is your theater? Yeah, let's hear from the poet. Oh, oh, I don't have none. <laughs> a theater? What I had to do is take some some um, drapes and put them on the side of the TV <laughs> and make my ass a theater. <laughs> With the Just, remote. When I'm promoting that, I'm going to make a theater. Hold on, y'all. Come out the kitchen. The, them drapes going to catch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a theater. Oh, no. <laughs> That boy, that ball, boy, that chateau must be nice. I ain't been yeah, yet, me, though. Yeah, me, I go to my theater. <sighs> what? Man. It's, it's yeah. early. It, it was, never mind. The, the what? The I can't say nothing. How many seats in the theater, I'm not telling you. There's so many, they can't find him in there, Joe.
Shut up, Steve. <laughs> Where's daddy at in this hit theater? Girl, go down front. See if he down there. <laughs> Go down to the theater. I better take my head down to AMC. Go look in the balcony. See if he up there. <laughs> Daddy. Uh, uh, Man, don't You asked me where I go to get away. That's all I said. Man. <sighs> Well, the Lord is still blessing. He blessing you, yes, man. I didn't yes, even yes, know yes, you yes, had yes. a theater mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up here talking to you like you ain't had one. I got to change how I talk to you. How, how were you talking to him at first? Like he ain't had no theater. Uh-huh. <laughs> now he got a theater. I got to change how I talk to him. Man, Mr. Nephew now. <laughs> hey, Mr. Nephew, what time you go down to the theater? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, Steve, in case you don't make it to San Diego, what, what room in your home do you go to? Where do you go uh, in your house? I go all the way down to the basement. Uh-huh. What's down there, though? Down there, just a little man cave I got. Oh, oh okay. All right, Big Steve. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, coming up, uh, more of today's Good trending job. stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. And uh, we'll be back at 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. Loud. We'll be in the thin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, uh, Junior, this story's for you, okay? So listen up. This is about a theater shirt. (laughs) Good news. Your Houston girl, you know, she's so hot right now. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion is uh, stomping out rumors after a video of rapper G-Eazy cuddling up on uh, Meg uh, Thee Stallion. And smooching on her at a party made the rounds. Did you see it? I mean, he was just kissing all over. Oh. They were lying down. It was cute. Uh-uh. Uh, she says, LOL, all right now. You all know you got your jokes and everything, but I'm not effing g Easy. That's what she said. Uh, when one of her followers prodded, so why is he sucking the makeup off your right cheek like that, Heidi? Megan responded, he like Fenty <laughs> with a shrug. Fenty, uh, Re- Rihanna's yeah. makeup line. <laughs> and that's what she wears. Yeah. G Easy probably had chocolate teeth when he finished. G Easy. Eating makeup? Man, they eat makeup out it. I saw it. It was cute, actually. So he, they really don't have nothing going on, sir? Well, that's what she says. Yeah. But I mean, if, if they're cuddled up like that, uh, you know, it, may, it would make people think. If I'm kissing your maybe. face in public, I'm, I'm on my way somewhere. I mean, some, we doing something. Yeah, we can't be sitting up here just kissing and ain't yeah. nothing happening. No, I ain't just got a mouth full of makeup. We can we no. going further than this. Uh-uh. No. Well, if you got a wife, it's a lot of kissing without nothing happening. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I know that? Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've been disappointed. <laughs> oh, it always has to lead to something. It's well, we would kiss, like guys. for it to. All right, more oh. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending news stories coming up in thirty-three minutes. Here? After the hour, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, in today's entertainment news, Rihanna will be honored with the NAACP President's Award this year. NAACP President Derek Johnson will give the award to Riri uh, at the 51st. This will be the 51st NAACP Image Awards. The award goes to individuals who are highly accomplished and have a history of distinguished public service. Mr. Johnson says Rihanna has not only enjoyed a groundbreaking career as an artist and musician, but has also distinguished distinguished herself as a stellar public servant from her business achievements through Fenty to her tremendous record as an activist and philanthropist. Uh, Rihanna epitomizes the uh, type of uh, character, grace and devotion to justice that we seek to highlight in our president's award. 
that is uh, great news for for Rihanna and her camp, I'm sure, and so deserving, you know. Uh, The awards air February 22nd on BET. Yeah. All right, so in other news... Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard about this in other entertainment news. Colin Kaepernick is scratching his head over Jay-Z's and uh, Beyonce's display of solidarity uh, at the Super Bowl. Jay-Z and Beyonce chose to remain seated during the national anthem, though they didn't speak on the gesture at first. And everybody was speculating that they were protesting and all of this. But it comes to come to find out that is not the case. Jay-Z has responded. Anyway, uh, Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, said he, he shared a picture of the story about Jay and Beyonce sit out with the caption reading, I thought we were past kneeling, though. Uh, that's a reference. Remember when uh, Jay-Z made those comments on um, sep- September of last year? He he did a press conference and said, we're past that. We're moving on. Anyway, Jay-Z has responded, okay? He says he and Beyonce sitting through the Star Spangled Banner at the Super Bowl on Sunday was absolutely not a protest of any sort. It was simply two moguls hard at work. Jay was at Columbia University Tuesday. Uh, He addressed the video uh, that TMZ Sports first posted on uh, Sunday showing Jay, uh, B, and Blue Ivy seated as Demi Lovato uh, sang the national anthem. But, But... Let's make this clear as well. They weren't the only people seated. There were a lot no, of people seated. I was but, too at home. Yeah, yeah, but they're the most famous. A Columbia professor asked him if he remained seated to convey a signal. And uh, Jay quickly re- replied, it actually wasn't. Sorry. You know, <laughs> he and Beyonce, uh, he said Beyonce told him she was thinking what Demi must have been going through in the seconds before starting the national anthem. And as Jay put it, Beyonce's performed at the, at the uh, Super Bowl before, and I haven't. So there you have it, his response to why he and Bay were si- B were sitting down. Okay, it wasn't a big protest against the national anthem. They weren't trying to start anything, nothing like that. It's nothing. Yeah. All right, coming up, our last break of the day, our very last break it's of the day. It's the last break of the day! Mm. <laughs> That's for Jay. Thank you, Steve. And, of course, Steve will have some closing remarks. That's all coming up at 49 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. Nissan believes you deserve a car that thrills you. So we have to ask, does your car thrill you? When you hit the pedal, do you get something back? A chill in your spine, goosebumps on your goosebumps. When you take off, do your fingers tighten around the steering wheel? Does your heart beat in your stomach and your breath catch in your chest? Does driving make you feel alive? Because it should. And if your car doesn't thrill you, ours will. This is the new Nissan. All right, here we are, guys. Last break of the day on this Wednesday. Big news day. It's going to be today uh, after the Senate votes on whether they will um, impeach the president or not. The, they, they're not going to do that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, we know. But This we is the biggest get... farce ever. Yeah. 
Yeah. We need to get ourselves together, though, and register to vote and get ready to go to work this November on Election Day. Can't stress that enough. We just can't. So it's been a good day otherwise. Oh, Um, yeah. mm -hmm. I was younger. Is this like really like Nixon all over again? No, because Nixon got put out. Yeah, he... he, um, No, that's when the country actually... uh, Resigned. uh, Upheld their oath as senators and congressmen to uphold Mm -hmm. the Constitution. They won't do that now. They they turned down the opportunity for a hearing with no witnesses. You can't have any witnesses and we can't show any documents. And they're voting tomorrow. That wasn't a trial. That ain't a trial. Today, Uh -uh. yeah. So they've changed all of that. I think right now, I hate to tell you this, but I think that politics from now on in this country is forever changed. Oh, I think so too. I don't think... Oh yeah, I, and and I don't. I think so when he partisan. gets out, I don't think they'll ever go back because there is a young senator, congressman, or somebody billionaire who has watched this man become president with this mm-hmm. type of behavior, mm-hmm. this rhetoric, and this recklessness, and is going to use that to give themselves a shot. I think yeah. he has forever changed it, and the Republican Party has themselves to blame for allowing their candidate to conduct himself in this way and go along with it. Let him tell as many lies as he's told. Do the things he's done. Be as corrupt and immoral as you can be in that office. And people know about it, and you still have them there. I mean, the lies alone, just the lies alone. It's heading toward 20,000 since he's been in office. This is all about lies. And that's a lot of lies. And I just want to say from somebody who ain't got no problem lying, 20 is a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the number is actually like um, 16,000 and some change, but it's heading toward, you know. That's a lot of lies. Even 16 is a lot. I was 16,000. I hadn't told that many lies when I was 16. (laughs) And I was at the height of line then. (laughs) You was on your way. No, when I was a teenager, that's all I did was lie. (laughs) I, I, I never said anything truthful. But yeah. I agree with you, though. Politics has forever changed. Um, you know, the truth the truth doesn't matter anymore. No, the truth doesn't power. matter. Morals don't matter. Yeah. And this country has supported the most immoral president we've ever had that he openly said. it. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, man. He has a dictator mentality. That's, that's, that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what they've done. And, and they're perfectly fine with it. And it's sickening to watch. Yeah. Yeah, because you know they're lying. But, I mean, he has been impeached. I mean, let's not overlook that. The House did impeach him. Surely. What? I, I don't, I don't, I, that doesn't mean a single thing. But it goes down in history, though. It is history, Steve, that, you know, when we look back on it, just like uh, President Clinton at the time, uh, you know, the fact that he's impeached, it's it made the history books. He just wasn't impeached, by, thrown out of office by the Senate. But he has been impeached. I know it doesn't mean much. He's still going to be reelected if we don't get out and do our jobs, all of that. But history will show that he was impeached. Surely was, was Clinton, was that in his first term or his second? 
think Monica Lewinsky was in his second. Yeah, uh, because he won the second term. Right, but see, that impeachment for what? For what? That holds no candle to what But they said right because he lied. Yeah, he when lied. he said, I do not know this woman. I d- did not have sexual, sexual relations with this woman. And now they won't yeah, take him out. Who the hell is going to voluntarily say yes? <laughs> no. Well, under oath, you don't ex- under expect oath. anyone to perjure be. themselves. It was under a bridge. Wait a minute. <laughs> under oath? <laughs> don't what? matter where That's where you lie at, I guess, huh? You swear to, the, to this country? Are you kidding me? Hmm. Under oath. Yeah. I do not know that woman. I've had not had sexual relations with that woman. I don't know this woman. That's what he supposed to say. That's what anybody else would have said. Man, I can't imagine not saying that. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's right. You got to say that as many times as you can. Even when the photos come out. Mm Mm-hmm. That is not me. The only way they got him was that DNA on that black dress. And I'd have been going, where the mm-hmm. hell they get that dress from? Why your ass ain't clean this dress? Dog, I'd be sitting there going. Where were you saving it for? Oh, dog, <laughs> I'd have been sitting there going. Man. I'd have told everybody. That, that's, oh, hell, that's Hillary. Hell, that's, hell, that's Hillary's dress. <laughs> and what you doing in her closet? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'd have had her arrested for breaking in that house, stealing Hillary's clothes. <laughs> there you go. That's how you flip it. And, <laughs> and, 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 and if Hillary come out and say, I never had that dress on when you did that, I know I just used it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Crazy. All oh, right, we're going to see what happened today. I'm still going to have a little faith that something can happen. That so, some huh? of the the, yeah. the Republican senators are going to flip. Yeah, oh, no, T. No, I ain't got no. Not if they want to win their uh, elections again, be be reelected in Boy. their states. No. Boy. Yeah. Nah. <sighs> yeah, this country going to hell in a handbag. Well, let me just say this. What? Have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. 
Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 